You're listening to the Team Stripes Podcast, the podcast for hockey referees. Each show, we discuss the world of officiating and find out that not everything is in black and white. Here's your host, Brandon Bourgeois. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Team Stripes podcast. You are listening to episode number 35. And now, in this episode, it's a bit of a different story. A lot of the times we interview officials that are at the tail end of their careers, but this time we're going to flip things around and talk to somebody who's just at the beginning of their career. So his name is Ross Beck, and he's a younger official out in the state of Connecticut, and we want to welcome him onto the uh, podcast. Welcome. Hi, everyone. So, uh, Ross, give the listeners at home just a little bit of a background on how you uh, got involved with officiating. What's your story? So, basically, I was 12 years old at the time, and my dad went to a coaching seminar in, I believe, Massachusetts. And he went and talked to one of the people that came in that was big in terms of officiating at the time. And he came and talked about what it's like and how to get started and whatsoever. And my dad, you know, called me that night and asked if I would be interested. And I said, sure, because, you know, I wanted to get as much extra ice time as possible. And over the years, I've just gotten more and more interested. And so what was it that drew you to to officiating? Like, was it was there was there a certain aspect that you was it? you know, getting on the ice a little bit extra? Was it, you know, you, you always enjoyed watching the referees or you went got along well with the referees? Like, what was, uh, what was the, the real interest for you in, in becoming an official? Well, I always tell people one of my goals is uh, to be involved in every single aspect of the game possible, you know? I tell people the only thing I haven't done is drive a Zamboni, which <laughs> hopefully my dad can help me with. <laughs> anyway, um... I just really liked it. You know, I, I love being on the ice. I love everything about hockey. Ever since I was a baby, I've just loved it. Like, you know, like most people have. And I just wanted to try it, you know. And it seemed kind of fun. And as I got, as I did more games, and I just enjoyed it more. And I just, yeah, I loved it. So walk us through your very, your very first game as an official, which couldn't have been too long ago. I mean, walk us through. What were you feeling? Were you comfortable out there? Was it a, yeah. was it a tough setting? I mean, get, walk us through sort of your, your mindset. Well, I started out in a local house program, and the people there were awesome. They were just great, and they literally, their part of their goal is to develop every part of the game, where it comes to coaches, where it comes to referees, players, whatever, whatever you have, right? So I, I started with, with mites, and it was just one ref, half ice, and it was just, you know, they did running time. Usually after a minute 30, they'd build a buzzer. And it was just so much fun just getting to skate. And, you know, I love working with kids, too. So it was pretty awesome. And so, Ross, I think we have a unique opportunity here where, you know, a lot of our guests, you know, have have had long careers and they can, we can talk about memories and stuff like that. But I think, you know, for all the younger listeners out there on the podcast that are that are listening, you sort of offer that unique angle where you're just starting out and you, you got, you know, you're still very fresh into kind of the world of officiating. I mean... For you, when you go to the rink and you and you're going to officiate a game, what are the what are the big challenges for you? Is it is it is it skating? Is it is it dealing with coaches and players? I mean, what are the big things that you focus on at the rink as as a young official? I think I just hmm, that's a good question. Um, I really just just work hard, and I think one of the problems is um, 
you know, sometimes with the coaches, um, there's there's a little bit of because I'm a younger, you know, official. Sometimes they try to like do a little sneaky stuff, you know, because they think that I'm younger and have less experience. So part of that is I'm in great organizations and I learn from great people that teach me, including one that you had on the podcast, Terrell Rose, and they help me along and they show me kind of what's the best thing to do and, and, and pretty much every situation you could think of. And because like I said, the coaches love to challenge you because you're younger, but I, I love that part, you know, cause I love to just, just explain, explain rules and explain, you know, what's going on and why I called something. And as long as they're respectful, I'll give them an answer. And so in terms of challenges, it'd probably be that the fact that um, I'm younger and, you know, the coaches are older, of course. And obviously, you know, you still have a lot of time to develop and improve as an official. As you know, one thing that we know is it takes a lot of patience to, to move up the ranks and everything. But for you, if, if there's something that you could work on as a skill set, is there something that you would be looking to improve in the next couple seasons? Yes, definitely. Um, that's funny because I, I did watch um, Don Koharski's thing that you guys had, the uh, the class, and it was, and you guys had a live stream last Friday, and I was on that, and I asked him about, what you know, what's something that a passion official that's only 15 years old can do? And he just said patience, like what you just said. And I thought that was very interesting. But um, I think that I can work on every game, no matter what it is. Now it's a mic game, a score game, 18, U18, U18, U16. I try to work on my skating and, and try to catch up to play. Sometimes, you know, um, skate backwards as long as I can for the younger ages. And also I try to work on my communication because I know that's a very important part, you know, dealing with coaches and stuff. And I just try to get better every game because I'm certainly definitely younger and I definitely have a lot to work on and I try to get better every game. And I think that's that's a great point is like we and you mentioned the, the, the live chat we talked about, you know, patience was it was a big skill set to have. I mean, still you see in the NHL, I mean, you have guys that are in their 30s that are getting hired. So it's it's a long process. But I mean, you know, when you talk about patience, how does that help you out? as as an official is it is it just kind of taking a deep breath at you know going into a game and not needing to to overdo anything or what, what what's what does that sort of mean to you i guess as an as an official for me really it means just thinking every game just working every game and not even, like of course you know the goal is the, the dream would be to be in the nhl of course but i'm not yet and Right now, what I got to think about is I just got to work every game the same, give my effort, and get better every time. Um, yeah, that's pretty much, yeah. And Ross, I had, a, you know, I had a question for you because, like I say, you know, I think no matter what aspect of the game we're involved in as officials, whether it's, you know, being on the ice or as a coach or a supervisor or as an executive member, I mean, we can all improve. and. You know, I think you have a unique perspective where you're somebody that's still going through the ranks and you're, you're getting supervised a lot. I mean, for you, do you have any advice for any of the supervisors or coaches out there and how to approach dealing with younger officials like yourself? Is there, is there certain styles that you like to see out of, out of coaches or administrators? Yes, actually, that's interesting you say that. Um, I also officiate soccer as well. And one of the things that they talked about with um, some of their officials is they talked about how if you give like 5,000 pieces of advice to somebody that's younger, maybe aged below 18, they might only take away, you know, one, two or three things. And, you know, that's not going to do very much. So like when I, when I was younger, 
I, I think it helped me a lot was, you know, almost every game, the since it was such a small, like, family league, the owner would usually be on the bench, and he would usually help me out. And he would just give me one or two things to work on every game. And every time, every time I, I did the next game, I would I'm, I was just trying to work on it. And I still do the same thing today. Obviously, you know, because it's like bigger leagues, there's not every game, you know, uh, or an assessor or somebody that's helping you out. But I definitely try to like get better. For instance, um, Terrell Rose told me last week like something I need to work on. And this past weekend, I had I think uh, eight or nine games, and every single game I just and there were the big kids too, so. I tried to, you know, improve. Yeah, it's, I think that's 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 great advice, and you know, I think uh, we've all been there, and certainly, I'm sure you help out other officials. But I totally agree. It's like if if you're just throwing 150 things at somebody, they're not going to be able to digest that at all. And I think that applies to a lot of areas, whether it's in school or you know anywhere in life that you know you, it's you keep it simple, you stick to one or two coaching points, and you try and get that message across, right? Hmm. Yeah, so I mean, for you going forward, I mean, so first off, talk to tell the listeners a little about about the levels of hockey you've been doing, I guess, in the past year or two, and maybe what your goals are in terms of uh, getting to to those next levels this year. Um, this year, I've I told them that I really want them to challenge me and give me as many games as I can that's going to improve me as a skater, as a referee, every aspect, and um, so far they've been giving me a lot of um, U16 and U18 tier one games and stuff to just work on, you know, and, and get better and get, get used to the speed and get used to all that. So my goal probably would be to, to be like, you know, I, again, coming back to your live, I watched um, what you guys said. You guys have talked about how um, he wanted to be the best referee, the best squirt referee, the best peewee referee or what have you. Mm -hmm. And I have, I, I really took that to heart and I thought that's very smart and, I just want to be the best referee I can be. It's as simple as that, no matter what I'm doing. Yeah, and of course, when Ross mentions that, he's talking about our Team Stripes Academy, where you know you can, if you purchase our program, you get access to Don's 14 lessons, his master course, as well as our live chats, which, of course, Ross was involved in. We've had uh, we've had our first chat was I guess last week, and and for you, Ross, I mean, like, what types of questions I think like we're trying to get improve as well as a, as a as as a, as a as a company here like what types of of live chats would you like to see like what what are the topics that you really like to talk about is it rule knowledge is it fitness related is it you know dealing with confrontation i mean what are some of those topics that you'd really like to see explored a bit more i i i first of all i think what you guys are doing is amazing i love all i love all of it um i watched the whole series and i think uh day i watched the whole <laughs> academy wow. so i was just so into it i didn't stop watching it Wow. And, um, and anyway, so, I mean, honestly, like some of the things would be dealing with coaches. Yeah. That's, that's a great point. Like, especially for somebody that's younger, like under 18 and, you know, they're still an adult, you know, and you have to respect them as such. And so sometimes it's kind of difficult taking, you know, the authoritative stance sometimes, you know, because mm -hmm. they're, they're still older than you and you still have to respect them. So I think that's a very, a very big gray area, I would say with people that are, that are, you know, under the age of 18. And I think that would be something great, like communication with coaches and stuff. And also something that I'd be interested in is, would be like skating drills and such, you know, stuff like that, stuff we can work on, like when we go to even free skate, stuff like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm just curious, Ross, and this is sort of, you know, maybe you can apply this to different different things other than being an official for hockey, but 
I think in our industry, I mean, certainly there's a big gap between somebody like you who's just starting out and somebody, you know, maybe an older administrator who's in his 50s or 60s. And when we talk about, you know, a, a, a gap like, you know, we, uh, you know, us as younger people, maybe we're, we're using tools like Instagram and Facebook, whereas some of these older guys might have no clue what you're talking about when you say those words. I mean, for you, like, how can we, how do you think we can innovate officiating, like coming from a younger perspective? I mean, like, what kind of tools does your generation like to see? Like, give us an insight on, into what works to help teach younger officials. Definitely, like you guys are doing, you know, like technology is something that, um, all the younger, younger, younger guys, you know, use a lot and they love even at the higher levels, you know, it's great. Like there's a, there, I don't know if this is in Canada for you guys, but there's something called live barn where we have from rink to rink and you could go and watch, you know, film and stuff. And just recently, um, I, I bought the, for the package so I can watch some of my games over and, you know, see what I did wrong, see if I got this right. And I think that's very helpful. And I think something like maybe like send a clip in and like get, you know, maybe Don's take on it or your take on it or somebody's take, you know, that works such high level games or work such high level games. I think that'd be a great idea. I think that's, that's a really smart point. And I think that's something we could definitely carry forward and, and, you know, create that community learning tool where, you know, and I don't know kind of the support that you get in your rinks, Ross, you know, you mentioned Terrell Rose as a supervisor, but I would assume a lot of official, it's still tough to get those coaches out there that, that can help you improve on a consistent basis. I mean, there's only so many coaches and, you know, so many rinks to get to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I think that's that's a really good point. And, like, for you, like, you know, again, we, we talk about sort of these older school types of, of learning tools. Like, I know when I was going through, it was all, like, you know, on paper and Word documents. You'd have to download a 60-page thing or mm-hmm. something like that. Now we're starting to shift to to videos and stuff like that. I mean, do you see that as helping to really sort of invigorate, you know, the, the learning for younger officials, those type of tools? Yes, definitely. Um, just recently, you know, I watched your video with the trainer that you guys just filmed with about ankle mobility and stuff. And I even went and tried, you know, tried some of it. So it definitely helps. And, you know, if you, if you have the commitment or the passion and want to go, go outside, go, you know, go in your, in your garage and just work on stuff, then, yeah, for sure. Like that's that's the greatest thing ever. You know, social media has, has helped us in so many ways. Yeah. And Ross, you, you guys. Yeah, and and Ross, you mentioned a really good point. Like you know, we talk about training and stuff, and certainly I talk to a lot of the older officials that come onto the podcast, and they say that you know back in the day, I mean, as an official, there really was not a lot of training involved in the off season, especially. But really, like you know, when you look at the game now of hockey, you, you see all these young athletes coming in these. Austin Matthews or these Connor McDavid's and how they're just training relentlessly like a Sidney Crosby. I mean, for you as an official, like what is your outlook on training at this point in your young career? I basically, I, I just try to get, get to the gym, get, get to the rink as many times as I can. And just, you know, because I, I one thing that I learned through, through playing is that training as, you know, maybe even a hockey referee or even a player is a lot different than just, you know, working out. Like, cause maybe a football player's workout and a hockey player's workout are, are two very separate things. Mm-hmm. So I've found, I've found that, you know, doing a lot of explosive drills, doing a lot of plyometrics, stuff like that has, has come to help me. And, you know, a lot of weight training and, and also weight training in terms of having, um, putting weight on your back, you know, having a parachute and running with it, 
it just resistance. That's, you know, the number one thing that I, I've researched and stuff is just resistance. And for you as a young official, because you have to balance, obviously, school with, with hockey. I mean, how do you find the time, I guess, to get to the gym on a regular basis? Well, usually um, my dad actually built uh, has, has a gym in our garage, which is pretty sweet. So um, usually... Um, as I try to get with my dad and work out with my dad as many times as possible in that gym and I have to do homework and I got to study, you know, and especially like on the weekends, like <laughs> I, I'll do like 11 games and, you know, I'll find a little slot of time I have to study and do my homework. So it's tough balancing it, but it's totally worth it. Cause I loved it. Yeah. And I think that's a great point. And, you know, Russ, I mean, like again, we have, we have probably a lot of, you know, supervisors and coaches that listen to this podcast. And again, you've given some really good advice to, to them I mean for for you like what type of advice would you give to your your fellow officials like you know the the, the folks that you, that are your age that you work with if you could sort of give them some advice like what are the things that you would you would tell your fellow officials I would say just listen 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 and just be a sponge because that's the only way you get better and that's what I've been trying to do is just everybody that there's the great thing about Connecticut is there's a lot of very high high level officials like AHL guys um, that I've come to met, you know, D1 referees and linesmen. And I've just tried to, every every time I see them, you know, I ask them about stories and stuff and stuff they can tell me about how you get up, how you get up the ranks and the best way to improve and what they did to get as far as they did. And I just try to mock that. And um, that's, you know, like I said, about being a sponge. That's what I try to do. And I think a lot of young officials should try to do, especially with when the coaches talk to them they're talking to them personally and stuff. Just soak everything in. Yeah, and I think that's that's a really good good point, uh, Ross. And I think I think we both know that the officiating world it's it's a super tight brotherhood sisterhood for all of us, and it's amazing. Like, and I'm sure you, you're the same way where you can just go up and approach whoever, whether it's somebody working in the NHL or somebody working in their first game of novice, and it's like you have that instant bond. Yes, definitely. There's that whole like brother thing because, you know, there's not a lot of us and you got to be close, you know, because, you know, we, we're out there and not everybody likes us, but, you know, we got to be close to each other and help each other out in all the different ways we can. Yeah. And, you know, one question I'd like to ask, because certainly I think this is a big struggle because we lose a lot of officials each year. And by the, by the sounds of it, it seems like you're, you're pretty comfortable in, in your skin in, in terms of how you go on the ice, but like, after a tough game where you might have a coach yell at you or something that happens that, that sort of rattles you, I mean, what are the strategies that you implement after a game like that? Like, do, do you, is it just you, you kind of have a quick memory or what are some of the tactics that you sort of implement to help help yourself yourself uh, from game to game, I guess? I definitely do have a, a quick memory, or I, I try to at least. But one, one thing I'll do, maybe, you know, I'll, I'll always make sure that I was right. You know, I'll go in the locker room afterwards and I'll, I'll, t- I'll talk to my partner or partners and, you know, ask, like, was I right? What did you think? You know, and stuff like that. And definitely use the rule book and, you know, use the rule book as much as I can because you got to learn. You got to learn everything and you just got to, like, keep studying it and stuff. And I've just tried to work as hard as I can and talk to these guys and learn everything, even from, you know, the officials I'm doing games with and stuff. And I'll try to see their stand. So, you know, make sure that I don't get it wrong again or, you know, definitely like, 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 uh, like Don said, like it's, it's okay to admit your mistakes, you know? And, um, 
I've definitely tried that the past few weeks, and it's actually been going very well for me. And I've had, I had someone come to me and say, hey, you know, I respect that a lot. That you, you know, you can come up to me and say, hey, I made a mistake. You know? Yeah. yeah. No, and I think that's 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 totally something that that's a, that's a solid skill to have, and you know, I, I don't know how well it's taught, but I think certainly in my officiating career, as it sounds like in your career as well, it, it's really helped me go a long way. Where, you know, I think coaches or players really respect that because you're willing to admit your mistakes, and it, it's very very important. But I wanted to jump on one point you talked about, which was sort of your your rule book knowledge, and I mean. You know, again, like a lot of the guests we have on the podcast, they would have years and years of experience, so they have that time to learn the rule book. I mean, for you as a younger official, do you find that still a challenge where you have to sort of really get into it deep and really understand sort of the entire rule book? Is that a challenge for you? It definitely was at first when I first started, you know, but as I did more games and as I as I just, you know, got more and more passionate about it, I would just sometimes even read it for fun. You know, because it's just so interesting. I love this game so much. Like sometimes I'll just after I'm done with my homework or I'm done and I'm just I have nothing to do. Sometimes I'll just flip the rule book and go to random pages and just read stuff. You know, <laughs> like rule book and case book USA Hockey, just because it's it's cool to learn stuff. And I try to you know, I I wish I you know, well you try to know that whole thing by heart, right? So mm-hmm. that you never get anything wrong. Yeah. So I definitely try to like study it and then use it as much as possible. And uh, Ross, like uh, again, we're coming towards sort of the end of the, the podcast here. But like for you, I mean, uh, looking back at your, I don't know, you haven't had a long career yet. You're still you're still in the, the glory days here, starting out. But like for yeah. you, looking back at your career, is there any memorable games for you, or or, or, or good memories that stick out for you? Yes, actually, um, one time I did uh, in Danbury. I did um, with a bunch of my friends. Um, that I've come to know through officiating. I did um, the New York Rangers um, chase. I think it was like, it was kind of like an alumni game, but um, so guys had to like, they were, they were trying to raise money for a girls program. And so they had um, a bunch of people pay to play with like all these ex New York Rangers players um, like Adam Graves. And we, we got to do the game with, uh, with four officials and I got to wear a GoPro and it was, it was great. And it was, it was cool. Cause you, you know, I'm sure. How when the referees take skate those few laps before the before the game starts, sometimes guys will get you know the crowd will boo and stuff. So they did that, and it was kind of cool just getting that you know real experience, and it was so awesome. And I got to meet all the guys, and they were so nice, and my partners were great. Literally everything about that day was great. It was such an awesome experience. Wow, and uh, certainly I think it's it's pretty unique those experiences. They don't come along every you know every day, so I think that's something definitely to to put into the memory banks and put uh, put back there and i'm sure you know one day down the road when you get to those higher levels and i'm not i'm gonna knock on wood because i don't want to jinx anything but when you get to those higher levels maybe <laughs> uh, maybe there'll be a kid one day that's in your shoes that will be the one skating around with you hopefully i, I always try to help help kids out and i've gotten kids i've actually gotten a few kids started with refing I, I always talk so highly about it and tell them to get started because it, it you know even if you don't have the passion for it, it's still a great thing to do and a great way to stay on the ice and, and, you know, do something that you love and, and with a game that you love. Yeah. Now it's different for me. I have passion for it. I want to, you know, move as far as I can and it's just everything great about it. I can't name one, one negative. And that's uh, I think that's wisdom beyond your years, Ross. You, that's very well said. And I think uh, <laughs> Thank that's, you. Really, that's a really good perspective. And, uh, uh, you know, usually, like I say, we like to lead or exit these podcasts, I suppose, by, by giving some advice and 
And for you, it's it's different, I guess, because like I say, you're you're still going through sort of the, the early stages of your career. But for for officials out there that maybe are in a similar spot to you, or are even just starting out, what what advice would you give to them as we go into a new season here? I would say that there's there's always something you can learn, and and I would say don't don't get down on yourself just because you messed one thing up or because you know a coach got on you a little bit. Just keep working, keep working, and get better every single game. And uh, that's that's awesome, Ross. And I think we'll we'll let you go. But before we let you go, what uh, what do you have on the schedule here? What are some of the, the games yet coming up here? Oh boy, um, I have a Friday night midget game. Um, I have like four on Saturday and like another four on Sunday. But hey, that's what I love to do. So I'm not complaining. <laughs> hey, well well said, man. And best of luck in the games. We know you're we know you're going to do awesome, and you're going to do great the rest of the season here. Uh, and certainly we'll be talking lots, I guess, in our live chats here, and we'll we'll be bringing in some guests. And uh, before we let you go, actually, I got one more thing. I mean, do you have any uh, requests for any any guests on the live chat here? Why don't we get Wes McCauley? <laughs> Wes McCauley, that's that's going to be a tough order here, but we'll we'll see what we can do here, Ross. <laughs> 